Strong Dads wants to thank Quality Auto Mart for joining us as a sponsor. Quality Auto Mart was born in 1985. They are owned and operated by Mark and Nancy Repke. Quality Auto Mart provides all the services, repairs, and maintenance for your vehicle's needs with a three-year auto parts and labor warranty. They offer complimentary vehicle safety inspection and estimates. Also, they offer a shuttle service and the fourth oil change is always on them. They are located at 7307 on State Road 46 in Batesville, Indiana. Make sure you give them a call at 812-934-2301. Welcome to Strong Dads. This is Merle Hutchinson being joined by Kyle Crawford for another great show. Another great show. Who are you today, right? Who are you anyway? Tell me who you are. Well... Back in the you're one messed up dude. Back is who in the you out are. year of 1988, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> you, who are you, man? We're going to have a good show today I think because so too. I think we're going to probably, uh, I think we're going to pick some scabs on mm. some people. We're going to open up some wounds. All right. And uh, as as you and I were talking beforehand, I'm kind of going through some of this process myself, and I'm yep, picking yep. some, I'm opening up some old wounds <laughs> in a process that I'm going through. I'm like. Well, yeah, this isn't really that much fun. This yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, what's, what's this all about? What's this all about? Today we're going to talk about uh, just our identity and um, how that actually then feeds into our experiences and then how experiences feed into identity. And so it's kind of this weird sort of cycle thing, but how over time um, you can get yourself into a really great place in life, or you can get yourself down into a not so good place. And, yeah. and so identity means a lot. And so, um, you know, that word has been thrown around a lot over the last, I'd say at least five years that I'm aware of everything from identity politics yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. And yeah. people want to belong to something, right? Yeah, they want to so have bad. a team. I, I want to have a Jersey. Yeah. I want to think that I'm, I'm valuable to somebody or something, you know, bigger than me. So, and I think all of that is just part of, um, it's not necessarily bad, yeah. right? It's not, it's not bad to want to identify. It's just what are you identifying to and how did you come to that? And is that going to be a good fruitful thing for you and for your family and all that stuff? So anyway, what do you identify as? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. I think a unicorn. a unicorn. You look like a unicorn okay. to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm one of a kind. One of a kind. No, I, you know, Merle, I think this, I, the, 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 con, the concept of identifying, you know, who you are, I think it's something from a very young age. That's something we talk, you know, about this idea of, of you know, boys trying to figure out who the heck they are, right? Man, yeah. And, and then I think as you get older, hopefully at some point you, you've kind of figured out who you are, your identity. But man, I think it's a work in progress. There's this, it's a mm. continual idea of just trying to figure out, you know, trying to redefine, trying like, you know, fine tune some of your wh- what you identify as and who you identify with. Um, so I, I think this idea of identifying, you know, and your identity, I think is hopefully something that all you guys can relate to as we kind of dive into this topic. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You don't have to get stuck for a lifetime, right? You right. you do everything from age and experiences. All these things kind of cause this morphine, and people get stuck sometimes and feel yep. like this is this is where we are. And sometimes maybe to the positive 
positive or the negative. Like the old guy who was a heck of a uh, athlete in high school, yeah. and now he's 50 years old, and he still thinks he's a heck of an athlete in high school. And yeah. you're like, dude, like you're not even <laughs> on a team, and you're 50, and you know he, he yeah. lives his glory days yeah. on and on and on. And everybody knows, like, oh, Joe's here. We're gonna hear about <laughs> the championship back in 1973. Yeah, that sounds know? like a good, good old country song there. Yeah, yeah. I think there probably is a country yeah. song. <laughs> All right, let's thank our sponsors. Let's get rolling. I like it. Uh, Strong Dads, we would like to thank Quality Automite. Auto Mart <laughs> for coming alongside of us. Really do appreciate uh, Mark and Nancy um, for for sponsoring us. Continue to allow us to do this show. So for sure, check them out. It's Quality Auto Mart uh, down in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Sorry, All right, just awesome. kidding. Not Lawrenceburg. That that's that would be yeah. You screwed that one up. Batesville. You Indiana. should identify as a very bad ad reader. <laughs> Batesville, Indiana. Thank you so much for them. Gotcha. All right. I also want to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions uh, for all your landscaping and home decor needs. Check out Casey's Outdoor Solutions, uh, especially we have, uh, as we're recording this, the fall season's coming on. Lots of This is a great time to, to do some of your landscape work, yep. um, change the season of the house a little bit. So go down and check out Casey's outside of Lawrenceburg. That one is a That is a Lawrenceburg <laughs> one. We'll check that one out. All right, let's get in because we got a lot here today. So let's talk about like your identity. So your identity is really composed of, of a lot of different things, all right? Um, the successes that you've had in your life, the failures that you've had in your life, they all kind of start to come together and you start to get a picture of like, well, I guess this is who I am. But there are some undertones mm. that um, will be in that this is who I am. And here's a few of them. And he, these are things that I kind of think of to the positive, really. Like, if I were to say these about myself, I wouldn't think of these as a negative. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's who I am. Um, you know, are you a winner? Mm. I mean, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'd prefer to be on that <laughs> yeah. side of the, Always. the column. All right. Yep. Um, how about, you know, in your world, a risk taker? Yeah. You're, you're a fireman. Okay. Like, is it good to be a risk taker in your world? Yeah. Yeah, you, you better be at you some be, level, yeah. right? I but mean, see, you know, the, the funny thing is, 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 you know, th I think this is th this idea of being a risk taker. I think this is what is, uh, in my opinion, when it comes to identity, I think this is where a drastic difference—not all the time, very generalized statement here—but where the difference is between men and women, because I think a mm. lot of women think this idea of risk taking is dangerous, right, and, and is yeah. bold, and sometimes puts you in a bad place. But I know for me, my and what my belief is, I think risk taking is a good thing, is a positive thing to to identify yourself as the nature of it. But you have to then also you got to know how to buffer it, right? Sure. Like if you're yep. you're a gambler and you're taking your family's well, uh, money yeah. and you're you know, so then it gets reckless. So yeah, but but in general, because I think as a man, you know, if you're if you're afraid to get off the couch to go for the hunt, mm -hmm. most of us men would look at other men and go. Dude, what's well? I, I could I could get hurt or yep. <laughs> it could be yep. uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, and, and your point, yep. like, yep. yeah. So I think in general, us men, we like that. Um, how about this? Like, you know, are you a father? Do you mm. identify as father? Yep. Yeah, and I think uh, obviously this is Strong Dad's podcast, right? And so we kind of think this is a big deal. Yep, absolutely. And uh, we kind of believe that this is really the the core of everything we're about. Um, uh, from from in our home to even out in our culture, that this is one place where us as men, um, you know, are you a father? And right away, um, you have to separate 
well, what does that mean? Are you a sperm donor and mm. you created a child, yep. or are you a father? Are you yep. actually fathering? Present, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what about this, uh, you know, I, I, along with being, I think the best way to be a, a good father is to be a good husband. You know, are, are you, is, is that something that you identify in the sense of, you know, that to, to me, this whole idea of identifying, if someone says, who are you? And you start rattling stuff off. These these are the kind of those, those things like, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a father, you know, I'm I'm a, yeah. a, a husband, uh, you know. The, the other one, are you a good provider? Do you, you know, we, we've done whole shows on this idea of providing mm-hmm. um, for your family. Uh, th- this is a big one. Again, if someone says, "Who are you?" Would you say, "I'm a believer in Christ"? Is that something you identify yeah. as? Is that something that that you find to be truth in your life that that people, other people, should be able to see that? Um, you know, so I I, I think a, a lot of those questions we just asked are definitely more of the the positive spin on on your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of as we were talking about, you know, this show a little bit, there's a flip side of that then. There, there, there's a second kind of part of that. Mm. And and these are, these are the ones, you know, hopefully we'll kind of work through these a little bit. But there, there are some things that could be a negative mindset, a negative not mindset in the sense of things, things you identify at um, or as. And, and, you know, the first one is, do you identify, you know, before we're talking about are you a winner? The, the flip side of that is. Do you identify as a loser? Do you think that in a lot of parts of your life that you just continue to fail, that that you're not getting you know ahead and you're continuing mm. to, to kind of you know have almost that loser mentality? Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there who deal with drug addiction. Do you is that something you identify as a drug addict? Is is that something that that is plaguing you? You're currently the the, the season in your life that you're you're in this where the the, you know, the drugs kind of have a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, the idea here that so the experiences or maybe uh what somebody said about us. Yeah. You know, my dad always said I couldn't amount to anything. Yeah. And so right away, even if I didn't have experiences, I had somebody feeding mm. that to me. And so I start to have yeah, I don't necessarily maybe um, think that it's always that you'd call yourself a loser, but your mindset is mm-hmm. one of, well, yep. nothing will ever work out for me. So, yep. you know, am I lazy? Am I criminal? You know, when I work with kids um, and you get kids who have repeat patterns um, to get in trouble, right? Like when I worked in the school and it was like, oh, wow, okay, this is the fourth time this week little mm-hmm. Johnny's been yep. down to my office. And so, you know, you if that continues to happen you'll say okay so like what's going on what's in your head and you'll you will get kids uh, boys primarily you'll say i'm just a bad kid Mm. and you know when they start to identify as that Mm. it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy with them versus no you did a bad thing all right what can we do to make sure we put some safeguards up so that we don't go continuing the bad things but we're not going to generalize this to the idea that you're a bad kid yeah. So yeah, Merle, you know, kind of kind of explain this next statement. You you got bold here. I think this this is kind of hopefully going to be kind of kickstart really this conversation. Yeah. So your identity is the sum of your thoughts and your beliefs about yourself. Mm. So you have thoughts, you have beliefs, and those are generated. Thoughts and beliefs come together from your experiences. You know, if I say I'm a good baseball player, um, it's because I've had something that fed that. You mm. don't come out of the womb and say I'm a good baseball player. You right. know, you don't come out of the womb that way but you've either had coaches tell you that parents tell you that and then you've had then things that will double down and solidify it yeah like I lead the team in um, hitting or whatever and so it's this this culmination of thoughts and beliefs that come from experiences Mm -hmm. and influences from other people and this is not something that you know a a two or three-year-old does not really have this identity at this point in their mind but we 
um, the experience of the environment, the people influence and start to begin to build that identity. All right. And it's an, and, and there's other components that we're going to get into the genetic factors and stuff like that. Right. Yep. But so, so the question might be then like, well, what comes first? Like, do I have this identity um, and then it creates my experiences. So I call myself a good baseball player. And so I naturally start playing good ball mm. or did I have good experiences and it made me say, Hey, I'm a good baseball player. Okay. Yeah. And so really they are both. Okay. They, they work in, in a cycle together. They, mm. one will feed the other. And when we have uh, mixed identities, like I call myself a good baseball player and every time I go on the field, I screw up. Right. Then we have conflict. We yeah. have internal conflict. And that's when things start to get a little bit messy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and you know, just kind of using my personal experience in, in the fire world, this is, this is something that uh, I see a lot of, uh, you know, I, I do work for a very busy city. We, we, we get the experience and we get exposed to a lot of fires, um, just very, the, the nature of where I work at. Um, and I can think of multiple guys that I work with, that and not not saying that they're not but in their minds they identify as a really good fireman solely because of where they work at and the experiences mm. we get to have the team uh, they belong to th- yeah exactly mm. this would be no different if you if you play for the yankees right and, and you know you think you're a heck of a baseball player because you play for the yankees but yet you do nothing to contribute to actually that identifying factor of I'm, I'm a good fireman right mm. you just sit on the couch every day you don't attend trainings you don't want to do things that better yourself you're the person when you do show up on fires, you do make mistakes and mistakes happens, but it's then afterwards you do nothing to try and make those mistakes, you know, don't repeat the same mistakes. So, you know, I, I think this is spot on in the sense of, you know, that that your identity should not or 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 in, in a way needs to be kind of adjusted to the sense of your identity can't be solely based off of your experience. There has to be kind of a balancing act of, of knowing that, okay, I do work for whatever company and we provide a heck of a service but i can't just be a good xyz employee because i work for this company i have to also contribute and you know and make myself what i believe my identity is yeah gosh well man you can go down this road like how often do we you see people name drop right well yeah no you know like i know a guy who's a navy seal you know and so i'm a pretty great guy because i know a guy who's a navy seal (laughs) wait listen because that guy's a navy seal that doesn't make you one right you know well but i know him like he's a really good friend of mine (laughs) and and i know everything he does so that makes no you're not a navy seal yeah you're just the loser (laughs) 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 all right so there's a lot of things that come into play with that you know but um yeah, when we think about like our identity, let's dig into this a little bit more. Like we we can't dismiss some things that are just real, and those are things that some things we have no control over. Mm-hmm. Your God given abilities, okay? Yeah. We, that's why we call them God given abilities. You had nothing to do with them. Whether you have good athletic uh, talents, whether you have an incredible brain on you, or a numbers mind, or you're a compassionate person, or you're you're outgoing, like. Listen, dude, that's you didn't create you, okay? Mm. So this is kind of in your DNA and it, and it was given to you. You know, other things, like you didn't get to choose your family, mm. right? Like you didn't get to choose your dad. If you had a dad who was, was harsh and abusive and rough and he he called you names or called you out and created pictures in your head that maybe were not all that accurate, man, like, sorry, you you didn't get to choose that. Mm. Um, you didn't choose the country you were born in, most of us, all right? right. Like we didn't, most of us were 
were not on the immigration boat. We were born here, okay? Right. Uh, we don't choose our siblings. Oh, man, could I like to change some <laughs> of that one around? No, no. I love my siblings. But, yeah, you know, that, that you grew up with those people, yeah. okay? So those, those are things that were kind of set in, and whether you liked it or not, they were influencing your identity um, without you having a whole lot of say. Right, and, and I think those feed right into what we are talking about, you know, before those questions, you know, the positive and the negative mindsets. You know, some of those things, who, who your parents are, if, man, if you had a childhood that was just beat you down, right, and, and yeah. you, you had a dad who was, who was abusive, or you had parents who were abusive, or if you were in an abusive relationship, like those, those things, those, those things that we can't determine, you know, we, we, we had no, the, the God given abilities, you know, kind of our DNA, man, sometimes those can create negative, mm. you know, identity factors in your mind that kind of really get played out throughout, you know, your entire life. Um, you know, and it's kind of hopefully, you know, in a roundabout way we're, we're going to get to, but th- th- this idea of taking some of those negative mindsets that you identify as, and man, let, let's see what we can do to, to change them into to more productive, more positive mindsets. Yeah, like uh, John Eldridge in Wild at Heart talks about the father's wound, and every boy has a father's wound, mm-hmm. okay? And so some of them might be a scratch, some of them might be a full-out blown amputation okay Mm. but every every one of us has a father wound and so part of that is yeah you didn't get to choose your daddy okay but you do get to choose what you do with that Mm. and i think that's really important that if you've identified at a young age because maybe dad influenced you or mom or whoever in a certain way like your identity is is built in a cycle. We're going to talk about the identity mm. cycle here. And it's like, it's up to me to throw the brakes on in that cycle, but I have to first become aware. So anyway, um, yeah, that's a huge thing. I, th- I think it's important too that um, when we see our, um, our God-given abilities and then we see experiences and they start to come together, okay? So um, they, they start to feed each other. Like I say I'm a good baseball player and then I go out and I have experiences and I prove basically to myself and others that I am. And so it starts to, to move. And then I have to also understand, well, what about the little tweaks? What happens in the middle? Well, you know, I'm driven by pain and pleasure. Mm. And if I call myself a good baseball player and then I go out and perform well on the field and then everybody claps for me, Mm. all right, so I get rewarded, like that's a pleasure thing that makes me say, oh, I want to do this more, okay? And so the other thing would be if I go out on the field and I make an error, and everybody boos me, I am going to have to do something with that. Am I going to go double down and work out harder so I don't make that error anymore? Mm -hmm. So the pain and pleasure constantly will tweak how I am going to go about my identity building or destruction. Yeah. Well, you know, as as we kind of, you know, talk about, you know, get into this this identity cycle and kind of the, you know, you, you, again, similar to what you're saying, you know, putting in the work to get the applause, you know, man, I I think a, a good place to be, when it comes to this identity, which we're kind of, I kind of talked about early in you know at the beginning of the show, man, what whatever we're doing, it has to be this constant work in progress. We always mm-hmm. have to be working towards changing, you know, and molding, and you know, especially you know now it, for for you guys out there that that are dads, you know, golly, man, you want to talk about identity and the work in progress that's going to be done through your kids throughout your kids' life, and they're going to be seeking things to identify as, mm. you know, and we have to be kind of that steadfast thing in their life that that continues to help them work through this whole thing as you know trying to identify whatever. 
And I think the same could be said about us, man, just constantly doing this work in progress. I'll be the first to admit right now I'm going through kind of a little bit of a, a change in my identity because I'm, I'm, I'm search, searching and kind of seeking to see where I want to land my feet when it comes to my profession. And man, it's hard because for the last almost 10 years now, I've identified as a Dayton fireman. Mm. And, 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 and I take a great deal of pride in that. And I'm, I'm quickly realizing God's like, wait a second, like, is this, the, is this what you truly identify at? Like, mm-hmm. is this what's important to you? Because if it is, then stay here. You're good, right. right? So so this whole idea of work in progress, I think, is something hopefully you guys can all kind of realize that we need to constantly be, you know, redefining and different and molding ourselves to, to you know, yeah. hof- hopefully yeah. make that positive mindset when it comes to our identity. Yeah, well, and that, like, you know, that identity, if I hang my hat completely on that identity, I can't dismiss how that identity can influence or impact other things that I'm trying yes. to identify as. Yep. If I'm trying to be a, a great fireman, but it impacts my ability to be a great husband, yep. then I go, okay, wait, wait, listen, this is, uh, what's the trade-off here? Yep. And so I now I have to prioritize yep. what my identity is going to be. So yep. yeah, they definitely influence each other. And this is where we start to get into a point. So kind of like, here's the kicker here. You have... Um, everything comes at a cost and I have to start to say, okay, wait, what's it going, what's it going to cost me to maintain or keep this identity? And you, you know, like we were talking before we recorded, like how much extra work do you think somebody like Tom Brady has to put in? What is he now? 43? Is he? I thought he was 45. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I, I don't know. He's, he's like... Mid, a, he's mid 40. He's 100 years old or something. <laughs> and so, I mean, the idea here is like, he has to do things totally different than when he was in his 20s. Yeah. And so you get to this point where you go, okay, wait, it's taking me a whole lot of extra time or a lot of extra work or a lot of extra pain. And you, you have to go through a, a cost-benefit analysis of, uh, you know what, it's time for me to retire. I've identified as a great football player all these years, and this has been my life, and it's been a good life for me, but, man, it's costing me so much now. I don't think mm. I can continue to maintain it and still be who I am, yep. okay? And we oftentimes see in pro athletes, guys go way beyond what they should go into their uh, before they should retire. And then the flip side of that, we see guys who do one or two years and they're like, man, this is, I, I, I just can't continue on this path. Yeah, it's costing me a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, so let, let, let's kind of move, move towards, you know, similar to at the very beginning of the show, we talked about, do you identify as a winner or do you identify as a loser? Kind of the two sides of the spectrum. Let's get into this idea of where your mindset is when you identify. So if you, you kind of, you know, have, have asked some of these questions to yourself, you know, going through that, that beginning, you know, kind of where you're at now. So you identify as a winner, some of the questions that, that kind of, you know, help identify you or help, you know, kind of mold this identity of you being what you would consider to be a winner. Um, and, and I think, you know, hopefully you'll hear the different tone in a lot of these questions when we talk about winners versus losers. And again, that, those are kind of a broad, broad term, I'm not saying like you're a loser, bro. But like <laughs> if, if you, some, as we start asking some of these different questions, I think you'll really hear the tone mm-hmm. and, and it really, you know, kind of, it's essentially, you know, the victim mentality versus like, I'm not going to allow this to own me. Right. And kind of the, the winner versus loser. But, you know, the first one is, is when it comes to this idea of, of identity, man, what is the actual problem? What is the problem that's going on in my life? What are things that I can do to, to fix those, those actual mm-hmm. problems? Yeah. So yeah, the idea here is, I mean, we could take this in all kinds of different categories, but if my identity is, uh, is it a winner thing or is it a, am I 
approaching it from the loser aspect. Right. So the idea that first thing you're talking about, like, is these are if I function from a winner. Uh, development for identity. If, if that's like, I want to be a winner, okay? Mm-hmm. This is where I want to strive to be. It's kind of an undertone that's going to build yes. a better identity. Then I have to be asking like this, like what is the actual problem, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but the I think it's important to see what the opposite of that would be. Mm-hmm. You know, well, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you you've sort of identified their problem, but you're taking it as why is this happening to me? And uh, let's just go back to your firehouse thing. Like, you know, um, what is the actual problem versus why am I in all this this conflict? Yeah. You know, why? Well, get over the why and say what's the problem? Mm. What, what am I having to identify? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think that I think you know, kind of the the you know the, the different sides of the, the equation, yeah. the different questions. You whether I'm going to build a winning identity yes. or whether I'm going to fall into a losing identity, and yep. I think that's whether I don't care whether you're talking about good husband, bad husband, you're talking about a good baseball player, bad baseball player. It doesn't matter, but you will build these based off of how your brain goes about building identity. Yeah. Whether you have kind of a winner mindset or a loser mindset. Okay. Um, How about this next one? The idea of, okay, so you have identified the problem. So, you know, what is the problem? But what can I do about it? Mm. What can I do about it? Yep. Well, don't you think that that is a great question? It, for for some of the stuff we talked about earlier with I said with the idea of the, your your god given things that, that you can't change so you you grew up in a home that was not healthy you you grew up in an environment that was not building you up and making you feel like you were worth something okay that sucks like yeah. I feel you man that that is terrible that you had to deal with that but what can you actually do about it now now that you're an adult now that you are, yep. are a grown man now that you're you're raising your own kids what can you do about it to make sure that you don't repeat that vicious cycle yeah or the loser side of that would be um well this is just where i'm at these are the mm. cards i was dealt yep i'll just have to deal with it okay and so that's a stuck i mm. am stuck yep and so when you're stuck you have to be rescued, yep. right? And so a rescuer is an outside f- identity, right? Yep. So an outside entity. It's going to come in and save you. And so we first, it doesn't mean we don't ever need rescued. There are times when we need rescued. Yep. But for the most part, uh, we have a whole lot more influence over our identity. Mm. And so the question is, well, what can I do about it? Yep. So then, then the other one is, you know, that the, the winner mentality or winner you know, mindset when it comes to identifying yourself is what can I learn from this? And then the flip side of that would be, God, I just I have no idea what to do about this. Yeah, I, I just I'm not sure kind of where I'm at in this. And, and again, you know, kind of the, the woe is me mentality. I'm thinking of my kids right now. <laughs> I'm thinking of my my kid where I'm like, dude, like, what are you going to do about this? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and, and you're like, no, come on, like, g- give me something. Give me something. What, what, what can you do about it? I don't know. <laughs> and, and again, that's um, that's a habit that people get into because yep. they, they'd rather you rescue them because it takes less energy out of them. Mm. Remember, like, that's one of the things that starts to short circuit me when it takes so much energy out of me, I just bail. I'm like, ah, oh, forget it. I'm going to not, I'm not yep. going to do this. So yep. the idea here is what are you going to do about it versus I don't know what I can do about this. Yep. So let, let, let's get into, you know, let, let's talk about some things that, that you can do to change your identity and your outcome. So, so 
you, you had kind of identified three. Identify, see that? Like, I identify you, you identify within three. the identity. Yeah. <laughs> Keep identity in. <laughs> the, what, 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 are, what are kind of, you know, diving into, let, let's talk about three, three of the things that, you know, you can kind of change in your identity, you know, to, to really affect your outcome. Yeah. The very first thing that we have to do, and this is an ongoing, remember, we are a work in progress. Yeah. And so this becomes uh, what we talk about in the other shows. We've talked about the idea of you got to watch game film. You've got to watch game film. You've got to go back and you actually have to see where you said your identity was a certain mm. thing, but then the fruit of it were was not what you said it would be. And mm. so you have to become self-aware, okay? That's the game film watching. I have to be able to be honest and say, yeah, you know what? Like I've always said this about like, man, I've always said I, I've always thought of myself as a good dad, but the proof is my kids don't even like me. They don't even want to be in a relationship with me. Mm. Oh, well, then, okay, the, I have to be able to say that. Yeah. So becoming self-aware, catching yourself um, before others have to catch you. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if I said, you know, I'm starting to realize maybe I'm not the dad that I think I am versus my teenage kid saying, you're a terrible dad, mm. okay? If my kid has to call me out, can you imagine how that's going to feel versus if I go, you know what, you're I'm I'm catching it before you catch it. Yeah. So it's really really important that we can train ourselves to catch our short-sightedness before somebody else has to. Yep, I think that's just the the owning owning that part of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 again, just in my world in the fire service, man, if if you're going to sit there and say you're a good fireman solely because you work for the city of Dayton, you know, how how, how long is that going to take you until until how many fires you've gone on? You've made so many mistakes and not willing to go back to the drawing board, not yep. willing to go back to the you know the game film. You know, kind of a, a you know point on this. Just because this is strong, did I think we we should ask these man if 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 when we ask the the question of of who are you, so identify yourself. If some of the first things you say is I'm a great coworker, I'm a really good businessman, whatever, and then third or fourth and fifth on the line is I'm a good father. Mm. Man, I think I think along with identifying who you are, I think there's got to be a priority list when it comes to that. You know, are you a good follower of Christ? Are are you are you trying to live your life similar to Christ? We're all going to fail in that, but man, I, I just think some self awareness in the sense of man, there's got to be priorities when it comes to identifying as yeah, well. Yeah, there's a hierarchy. Yeah, yes. yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's really super important, especially. Um, because it's going to tell you where you're going to actually be allocating resources and energy. Yes. If yeah. I say that this is my true identity of a follower in Christ, then why am I going to church, you know, two times a year? Yep. Why am I not even knowing where my Bible is? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, so you're really not, you're just a poser. Okay. Yep. Um, so the second thing you do is like, if you really want to change the, your identity and the outcomes, the experiences, then you got to become very aware and you got to watch your words. Mm. You got to watch your words. What What is your pattern of word use? Okay. Um, so like some negatives that you will find yourself doing are when you say stuff like, I have to, mm. I can't, I should, or I should not, all right? I must, I must not. This can't be done. It's impossible. Like if these are the kinds of words that you typically say, um, like sometimes we refer to somebody as like they're a naysayer, mm. you know, they're, so they're always, and it just naturally comes out of their mouth. Oh, you know, that'll, that probably won't work. Or today's going to be another train wreck, yeah. you know? Um, if those are things that come out of your mouth frequently, you got to catch them. You got to watch what you're saying. Like, well, why, why is my brain down that road? Mm. And because that's impacting 
not just your identity, but then the type of experience that you're going to have. Yep. So then as we move to, to kind of the, the third one of, of, man, I think this is, this is, this is really, really important. This idea of, of, you know, almost asking like a better question, or I, I think a better way of asking a follow-up question yep. to, so th- we, we just talked about, you know, kind of your words matter and, and the way in which you're, you're saying things, you know, and the questions you're kind of asking yourself, man, start asking some, some better follow-up. So, so instead of just saying, you know, man, I can't do it. And then you stop there, mm-hmm. man, ask that follow-up question. So what is stopping me? What are, what are the obstacles? What are the hurdles that I need to tackle in order to change my mindset? So man, I'm down in the dumps right now. I don't have a job. I'm unemployed. Mm. If you stop there, then yes, you're, you're identifying in, in that quote unquote loser side of things, right? Yep. So let's get out of that mentality. What can you do right now to get out of that, that, that vicious cycle of, of, okay, I'm woe is me. I'm going to sit on the couch and be lazy all day. So what is stopping you from getting that job? If that's where you find yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that kind of would lead to the next thing of like, um, you know, well, I have to do this or I should do this. Well, be able to ask yourself the question, well, what will happen if I, if I don't do it? What, what will happen? So a little bit of insight and foresight to see, be able to ask the question, what's the outcome going to be? And then you do this again. You do the, the cost analysis. All right, well, if, if I don't do this, this is where it's going to lead me. Maybe I stay stuck in the hole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I do it, you know, maybe it gives me the opportunity. So you have to be able to say, you know, what's going to happen? Look out there a little bit and, and weigh it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, this next one, uh, I shouldn't or I must not. Man, I, I, again, this maybe goes back to the, the risk taker side of things mm-hmm. we we're talking about. You know, I think it is a positive thing. Well, what the heck is going to happen to you if you do? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I, I, I can't apply for that job. I shouldn't do that. It's oh, going gonna to require, it's mm-hmm. gonna require so much more effort from me. Well, what the heck? Why? Why, why not? Let Let's try and see what will happen if you do apply for that job. What will happen, you know, to you if you invest more time into your kids? Man, what What will happen? Mm. You know, and, and I think those those are great follow up kind of ideas and, and thoughts and, and questions you should be asking yourself because I think it's going to bring you kind of out of that negative mindset and kind of into that that positive mindset, which can ultimately hopefully change you know that those negative identity identity factors that that sometimes we find ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the next area is that idea of allowing who or being aware of who you're allowing to influence what you can and can't do. Mm. Okay. Uh, you'll hear general terms like, well, they say that you can't do that. Well, they say that the, that that's probably not going to work. And so the question has to be is who's they mm-hmm. according to who, yep. oh, you know, you're never going to be successful. Well, according to who you're yep. never going to amount to anything. Right. I, I had a I had a coach tell me one time, you're never gonna amount to anything. And so you have to say, Well, according to who, what what gave them the authority that you are now placing at such a, a huge influencer in your life? All right. And you have to question those things. According to who? Like why why am I losing? Um, I, I've got to grab hold of that and say, I am the primary influencer of my identity. Mm. I can't let other people do that. Yep. Yeah. We, we, you know, kind of as we're closing this out, man, I, I think uh, again, we, we, we've brought it up before, man, when it comes to this idea of, uh, uh, this idea of being, you know, identifying yourself as, as whatever you kind of identify yourself in your life, man, I would just say the first thing that hopefully we are faith-based here. We, we, we believe your identity always needs to be founded in Christ. 
mm-hmm. that you need to identify and, and understand that regardless of what this world tells you are, sometimes regardless of what you tell yourself are, you are worthy in the eyes of God. God mm-hmm. made you. That's who you should first and foremost identify as, as, as a child of God, as someone. And again, that sounds all hunky-dory sometimes, and, and you know it, it sounds very nice to say, but man, start believing in that. You want to start changing your mindset in, in what you identify as? Man, open up the Bible. Mm-hmm. Start looking at what God talks and, and says about who you are and how valuable you are. Because I think a lot of a lot of times this idea of, of identifying comes down to the sole fact of you just don't you don't value who you are or you don't think other people value. Man, I promise you, Christ values you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know it sounds cliche, but you are perfectly and wonderfully made. The idea that you know we try to um, follow other uh, identities of what perfect looks like. And the idea here is like, listen, you are the only you, all right? Mm-hmm. You come with your own set of gifts and talents and and realizing that that came from God's creation. Mm-hmm. So now how do I work to be the hands and feet of God? I think it's so important for us to back off of all of the expectations that the world puts on us in terms of identity, what a real man looks like, you know? Yeah. And, and we really need to say, well, listen, this is this is what I have. This is I, I don't have the gifts that this guy has, so why do I keep envying what he has? I need to take the gifts I have and see how I serve with those gifts. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great point that you bring up. Yep. All right. All right. So your challenge, your challenge, <laughs> have, have some thought time on yeah. how you have been identifying. What... What would you say about yourself yep. if I said, so who are you? Would you call yourself by a certain occupation you do? Would you call yourself by a, a position you hold in the home, mm. um, whether husband, father, uh, provider, whatever it is? But then actually start to go and, and see whether you would apply a winner or loser statement behind that in mm. general. Like, do you, are you doing that well? All right, or are you falling short? And so the idea here is now I have to look at the fruit. Mm-hmm. I have to look at what my actual experiences are. So I would just challenge all you guys to go out there and, and first off, you know, Satan wants you mm-hmm. to have conflict in your identity and your experiences. He wants you to experience this tension, and because if if it just keeps beating you down. Eventually, you'll get these wonderful things. Joke here, okay? I'm joking. <laughs> Sarcasm. Wonderful things called anxiety, mm. depression, anger, all right? They will start to haunt you. And so we have to get experiences and identity matching for us to really feel like we're in a good place. Yep, so good. Yeah, guys, I, I hope, uh, you know, something that we talked about kind of sparked some some interest in, in, in what you're going on in your life, where where you're at, man. We, we just always continue to, to ask you guys to, to go out there and share our shows, ask you guys to continue to support us and whatever that looks like for you. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't typically get a lot of comments in the in the YouTube thing, but man, put something in there. Like, what, what are some of the things you identify as? We would love to hear from you guys out there. Um, you know, I know as a, as, a, as a man, sometimes it's hard to, to kind of express your feelings and, and what you're kind of going through, but man, I, I I know for sure Merle Linda with Rock Solid Families would love to hear about it. I, I, I think it'd be cool just to get some feedback on what you guys are going through. Um, you know, we, we, we keep putting shows out there. We, we're doing it because we, we think it's got some value. Hopefully you're finding the same value that, that we, we see in putting these shows out. Uh, reach out to us. We'd love to, to, to come alongside you and do, doing, you know, do life with you. 
Yeah, yeah. So again, we want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Quality Auto Mart. And so located um, in Batesville, Indiana. Located in Batesville, Indiana. <laughs> we want to thank those guys. We do want to thank all of our, our folks that uh, continue to support our messaging and those five star ratings and all that stuff. So um, thank you all. And you know what? Let's sign out of this and get. Let's go work on our identity. Today. Right, I like it. Go out there and meet some strong dads. You're just like a unicorn. That's <laughs> You're just a unicorn, that's all. <laughs> Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Casey's offers a wide selection of plants, landscaping materials, home and garden decor, and gifts for every occasion. Casey's is committed to providing exceptional service, a unique shopping experience, and value to every customer. Stop in and see what makes Casey's so unique. Located at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, or call 812-537-3800. Let Casey's help you add beauty to your home.